0: From the Safer at Home studios in Netherland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas, you're listening to First Chair. And today we're visiting with Jeb Boyd and Dave Shuling to talk about the learning connection. Jeb, Dave, thanks very much for joining us.
1: Thanks for having us. Great to be here, George.
0: Now, we're talking with a, a number of people now about building a client base. And uh, as the three of us were chatting, it really kind of came into the learning connection. Uh, Jeb, can you describe why the learning connection is important to building a client base?
1: Yeah, you know, I I mean, just what comes to mind is the learning connection really has nothing to do with skiing or snowboarding per se. I mean, it could apply to any profession out there under the sun. I mean, um, the better you are at understanding the technical piece of what you're doing, the, the better you are at able to um, co- um, piece it together so that it makes sense as you're sharing that information, and the better you are at connecting with individuals, uh, the better you're going to be at your job. I mean, it's pretty simple, and and that, that learning connection model, I think when we first came up with this thing years ago, or not, you know, a handful of years ago, I don't think we truly understood the power of this thing, but... Man, it just makes sense and and, and is a driver to so much of what we do out there.
0: And Dave, why is it that technical teaching and people skills all really need to be together in this? Well,
2: they kind of create three skill set areas that make a a balanced, you know, instructor uh, and the learning connection then has the the student, uh, the learner, if you will, as the as the primary center point, and the the skill sets that that an instructor can work on and balance, uh, in technical teaching and people skills, you know, apply to creating that great learning environment that's going to be contagious and uh, inspirational, and allow or want that learner, you know, basically to want more, and to come back for more.
0: And, Jeb, some of these skills are things we can really work on now with virtual learning, correct?
1: Yeah, I mean, in, with, with uh, COVID-19, you know, you, you always got to look for the bright side of things. And, and really, um, when our season got shut down, uh, this past spring, um, it left a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people needed credits. There were people practicing for exams and so forth. And just out of nowhere, everybody had the same idea and just started throwing together webinars and, and doing podcasts and, and uh, e-learning. And basically, um, the Good People's Association just jumped in to try to fill the gap. And what we've discovered is that, wow, there there is information that we have to share that is way better sometimes done in the form of a webinar or e-learning than it is on snow and what that does is it keeps the on snow stuff very productive fun engaging and in, in, in that camp but uh what we're learning is is uh webinars and and uh, e-learning and so forth is very valid and, and allows us to uh share information in, in an environment that that works better frankly. So I, I think you're going to see a lot more of that stuff moving forward.
0: Now, Dave, let's really focus right now on the people skills, because uh, that's kind of a new element to uh, what we're learning. What are the fundamentals of the people skills?
2: We think about those pros out there that uh, that we see that create just an amazing connection with everybody that they they encounter or their clients or their guests or you know a lot of ways uh, they wouldn't refer to them as as clients if you will they'd be more guests or even ultimately friends uh, because they are they are able to create that deeper connection and the fundamentals speak to to four primary areas is, is how we can we develop relationships based on trust um, is kind of that, that that key piece trust being the the center point there and then um and the communication is massive you know the ability to engage in, in two-way meaningful communication and not just verbal but also nonverbal, you know and if we're going to be on snow and we're going to be masked up a little bit more this year, uh, this coming season in light of COVID-19, you know, how do we enhance those nonverbal, uh, um, that nonverbal communication, um, by expressions, you know, using more our eyes and or the rest of our body, uh, because most of our face is going to be covered up. Um, when we get into emotional intelligence, we think about, the ability of someone to really truly be aware of their own emotions, their anxieties, their actions, and how they affect the people around them—you um, know—the ability to be aware is is key. That would be kind of that third piece, uh, that third fundamental, and then finally. Um, really being in tune to your surroundings and the other humans that you are around and how they are um, either behaving or how their motivations are being affected, um, what their emotions are like, and really being in tune to that. So relationships based on trust, communication, understanding kind of your own emotions and actions and how they apply to the learning environment, and then recognizing and looking at the behaviors and motivations, emotions of others. And how that affects the learning environment.
0: Uh, Jeb, do you think that instructor who is extremely popular, people come back, they're asking for that person all the time. Do you think they know anything about those fundamentals?
1: Uh, you know what? They may or they may not. And that's the interesting thing about it. That What is consistent, though, is they probably all display these traits. They may not know they do that. It may be very innate and, and we know those kinds of people who are just easy to be around. They they are, are super engaging. They are they're uh, you know they have a great way of communicating. Um they don't need to hear these fundamentals to be able to continue to do that. That's just innate. That's who they are as a person. But there's other people who can, uh, when they identify that list and they study the list and they, they get into it a little bit deeper might be able to just to the awareness of how you, you are, uh, you know, perceived, um, you know, you, you can start to pay attention to that. And these are all skills that are uh, things that you can develop. So, some people, and, and that's really where this, this got started, is, you know, what do the best instructors do? Um, and that's really, that question led us to where we are now. And, and um, uh, some are good at it, but others, the good news is, is the, the ones that are good can continue to strengthen those skills with this information. And the ones that need some help have a place to go now.
0: And Jeb, Dave, this is really to both of you, but just to kind of expound on what Jeb was talking about, you know, I could be that instructor who I'm giving out my business card. I'm doing everything that uh, my trainer asked me to do and I, I observe other people doing, but somehow I'm just not making that connection. How can we teach those fundamentals?
1: Well, you know, I think, that, I think when we first started talking about people skills, that was not perceived by many people across the association as personality. And the the little uh, stuffed animal that hangs out of your jacket or the bells that are hanging off your hat or in your pole straps, that's not people skills. Those are props. And, um, you know, the idea that, oh, these are things that I truly can work on Um, and they make a difference. I can tell you personally, me, you know, when reading through the, uh, teaching snow sports manual and and that piece about awareness, you know, you learn about yourself and, and you, you discover areas where you can work to be better. And and I'll tell you, I've done that. And uh, it's good, good, solid information and, and people should, uh, uh, jump on board with it.
0: Dave, anything to add to that?
2: you know we often ask our, ask ourselves the question like we started with at the beginning of this thing you know why does that particular person you know so why does george what's the magic that george has when uh, that people keep coming back to him and why does he have such a such a large client base and so you know we start to identify the fundamentals but um you know, there's a couple things that come that come to mind as I was listening to Jeb speak about that, you know, and oftentimes it's not just understanding these fundamentals and then trying to train to them, but it's really opening yourself up and being vulnerable in the learning partnership, um, taking the time to truly listen and not be in such a hurry to, um, to go technical or to teach something or whatever else, but taking a little bit more time to focus on the connection pieces of the fundamentals there. And I use the word vulnerable uh, as a great example. Is that that's the ability to uh, not necessarily, you know, be the one that's supposed to be all knowing. And therefore, now you're kind of leveling, you know, you are at the same level level or tier as the learner. And so you establish that relationship where you are truly learning together. And oftentimes you don't have to be all knowing and have all the answers. And sometimes you may even learn from the person that you are
1: supposed to be teaching. And I think that's the essence of it.
0: Jeb, anything you'd like to add in conclusion?
1: Well, you know, in terms of you know, put again putting it all together. There's as much emphasis on teaching and uh, technical skills as there are people skills. If you want to build your clientele list, you know, and, and the honestly, it's I, I think that to, to kind of pull that together, I think that the instructors that do the best job at taking care of the needs of their students are the guys and gals who are are going to do the best. They're going to have the best deepest client list um, and those needs are going to be different based on each person uh, and those skillful instructors are able to to balance that learning connection model not that they're even trying to balance a model they, they just are able to take recognize what are the needs here and they're able to deliver and those needs are broad they can be you know this person likes uh, some technical information Um, all the way down to, uh, the conditions are a little bit lousy today. I need to be really mindful, um, for the comfort of my students, uh, right now. And when people see those things, they share it, you know, it's like everybody wants to know who the best mechanic is, the best doctor. They also want to know who the best instructor is and,
0: and they will share that information. And that's how you get to grow that, that client list. Dave, anything to add?
2: Just that, um, you know, we've really focused quite a bit um, on the people fundamentals and to call out a couple of other teaching fundamentals that go hand-to-hand. I mean, what we did was we isolated or highlighted people skills to really start to work towards training and measuring those. But some of the highlights in the teaching fundamentals are the ability to promote exploration, experimentation, and play. And that, to me, says fun right there. And so, you know, in, in a recent conversation with, with Pete Cray, he's, he mentioned that, you know, you know, with great people skills, it really emphasizes the fact that any time that we go out there together to learn something, first and foremost, our number one priority is have fun doing it together. And so promoting play and exploration and experimentation is key. And then the other one I'll just call out, as Jeb just mentioned, is always continually adapting to the changing needs of the learner. And I think somebody that... Can really do that effectively because let's face it, it, we're we're in a dynamic outside mountain environment, and uh, the needs can change in a heartbeat. And if you're not willing to adapt to your program or your your guest, your client, um, you may just slightly miss the mark, and therefore it might not lead to bringing that person back. So just wanted to call out. Again, back to that balance, you know, uh, balance of being able to uh, understand the sport, be able to uh, really explain and convey the sport, and then also connect at, at a deeper level.
0: Well, Jeb, Dave, thanks very much for joining us on First Chair. Really appreciate it.
1: Thanks, George. You bet, George. Great to, great to work with you guys.
0: From the Safer at Home Studios in Nederland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.